Hi, podcasters. This is Rebecca here with Life in the Leo, and I'm back with a new interview today. Today, I'm interviewing Hannah Kaufman, who is our intern at Rebecca's Mom Leotards this summer, and I'm really excited to get to know her better and to have her share her information with you guys. So, hi, Hannah. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So, you might hear some birds in the background. Hannah is recording with me from sunny Southern California <laughs> and I'm here in New York where it is gray and raining so <laughs> sorry <laughs> no it's all good so Hannah why don't you tell us about yourself and and how you got into dance um actually let me start by just saying Hannah's a dancer not a gymnast and she has a really interesting story we met last year because we were hiring for somebody to work with us over the summer and Hannah goes to school at Rutgers, but grew up in Southern California, super close to our office. And I similarly grew up in the Valley in Southern California and went East to go to grad school at Rutgers. So we had a lot of stuff in common and we've become good friends as, as a result. But okay. With that said, you know, why don't you tell us about yourself? how you got into dance, and and anything else you want to share about your journey so far. Sure. Well, so at school, I'm a dance and sociology double major. And I actually have a twin brother and an older brother. So when I was like three or four, my parents put me in karate with my older brother and my twin. Um, And I did that, I think, for like a year. I got my yellow belt. (laughs) Really impressive. Nice. And then, you know, injuries happen. Twins punch twins. So, so my parents decided that maybe that wasn't what they wanted me to do. And my mom switched me over to jazz. And I hated jazz. And so I was like, Mom, I want to take ballet. So I switched to ballet and modern. And I've been doing that ever since. I just never wanted to stop. Oh, that's awesome. How old were you when she first put you in jazz? I think four or five. Okay, so pretty little. Yeah, not like real dance. It was more like step, like step, touch, step, touch kind of jazz. <laughs> uh huh. And how quickly after that did you move into ballet and modern? Oh, probably like within a month. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. it was real fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, our, since our audience is a bit more gymnastics focused, can you tell us what your career path as a dancer, like what your goals are as a dancer, and what you hope to achieve? Yeah, so there are a few different types of dance careers. There's the commercial dancer who typically is more LA, I guess. They do commercial work. They um, like literally dance with commercials. They dance as backup dancers for, you know, Justin Timberlake and Beyonce. Um, (laughs) And then there's more concert dance, which I'm interested in. So concert dancers typically join a company audition around start a company even or just do some freelance projects and they perform at like big venues Mm -hmm. yeah and what are your goals well I want to be a concert dancer I have some companies that I hope to audition for in the future and some venues like uh, the Joyce in New York that's a big one they say that once you dance at the Joyce you've made it as a professional dancer oh amazing yeah (laughs) and then there are some other venues in LA some smaller ones red cat if for anyone who lives in la red cat is a really cool venue it's in downtown you should go check it out (laughs) nice and then what is what type of dance do you like are you training and do you have a favorite type of dance and like how many different styles have you tried and are there still styles that you're hoping to try or master 
So I started out as jazz and a little bit of hip hop, but I couldn't quite get the hang of either of those. And so I, I tried tap too, but I kept, no, I, I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't keep up. I felt like I was squishing bugs. I just like, my ankles didn't like it. Uh-huh. And so for a while, I thought I was going to be a ballerina. Oh, wow. But, um, I changed my mind around, I don't know, 13 maybe. And I decided to go to the more contemporary, modern, very postmodern styles. So there's actually a newer type of dance called Gaga. It originated in Israel. And I've been training in that for the past two-ish years. And I'm studying abroad next year only dancing Gaga. So I can hopefully get better at that. But I will never forget ballet. I take ballet classes as much as I can. And I love it with all my heart. Oh, wow. But I'm not going to be a ballerina. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little bit more about Gaga. What What is Gaga? Gaga exactly and how does it differentiate from other styles of more contemporary modern dance so there are different types of Gaga classes there's Gaga for dancers and Gaga for people (laughs) it started out as a healing technique so that anyone can do it it's meant for everyone and anyone to do it Um, it's the idea that anyone can dance no matter your background it's used for It's actually used for Parkinson's. It helps people with Parkinson's kind of get a better control of their body, which I think is amazing. Yeah, it's all about breathing and finding the pleasure in the painful, the pain in like the hard work. (laughs) And it's Uh beautiful finding the pleasure in that. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And what defines, are the movements more like, structured or is there still sort of like a flow or what what can you describe what the look of a gaga piece might feel like yeah well it's different for every choreographer who is a gaga choreographer i don't want to say anything is super structured because gaga can kind of be whatever you think of it i guess it's more of a i for me anyways it's a very personal experience it's not about what it looks like it's more about the sensation behind it and how it feels in your body Got it. Yeah, so it's very free. But for professional Gaga dancers, there is, you know, a set of rules that you have to follow if you want to, you know, follow the choreographer's wishes and perform. Uh Uh-huh. Cool. (laughs) Who are the main, is there sort of like a main choreographer that you would recommend, you know, if people in our audience wanted to learn more that they should go on YouTube or something and look somebody specific up or should they just search Gaga and they'll find stuff? So Batsheva Dance Company in Israel and the artistic director, his name is Ohad Naharin. Okay. They're the founder. He's the founder of Gaga. He created this technique. But there people who work with him have been certified in Gaga and now have their own company. So another good one is based here in LA, 8-9 Dance Company. And the artistic director is named Daniela Gami. She's amazing. Their work is beautiful. I highly recommend it. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I know dancers don't have as much creativity in their leotards as gymnasts get the opportunity to wear. Or, I mean, at least that's true in ballet. You know, I know ballet is very classical and you wear your black leotard and pink tights. With other types of dance, do you have more freedom to wear other types of leotards? Typically, there aren't as many patterns as what I've seen with you guys in your leotards. <laughs> we just do solid colors. Uh-huh. Um, my favorite brand 
is Yumiko leotards for dancers. They're really cool. They're they have really soft material like you guys do. But yeah, for other styles, we don't even necessarily need a Leo. You know, it's very uh-huh. But I always wear one because I like I love leotards. <laughs> so do you have like through your dance career or life in general have a favorite leotard or one that was like a lucky leo something that has holds memory like something pretty memorable for you yeah i have one leotard that i wear to every audition or i like bring to every photo shoot if i'm doing to like wear in the photos it's like a dark navy blue scoop neck and mm-hmm. it's just very flattering and you know i feel the most confident in it and so I don't know if it actually brings me luck or not, <laughs> but it is my favorite and I wear it as much as I can. That's awesome. Well, if, even if it's, the, you know, it's the mindset that it creates for you probably more so than the leotard itself, but I love that. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the mindset. <laughs> Have you done any other sports besides dance? Yeah. So I tried, I did try karate. It didn't work out. And I tried... <laughs> I tried volleyball for like a week, so I don't know if that counts, but I was just <laughs> terrible. I used to surf a lot, actually. My dad oh, wow. was a surfer when he was much younger, so he used to teach me and Isaac, who's my twin, sorry. I did a little bit of ultimate frisbee, and I was good <laughs> at like throwing the frisbee, but not catching it. Uh Because it's scary when it comes at you. I agree. I agree. And it kind of hurts when you catch it, if you catch it, like, with one hand. Uh Uh-huh. How much, how often did you surf? Oh, it was mostly during the summers, and, like, if we went somewhere for vacation, like, if we went to Hawaii, if we went to somewhere tropical, it wasn't Uh a year-round thing, because I don't like the cold. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have a favorite beach that you've gotten to surf at? Yeah, there's... It's in LA. It's next to Zuma Beach, it's, but it's like a tinier part of it. It's called Westward Beach. And my great aunt has a house right above it. And so we would just oh, walk nice. down the stairs and go to the beach. And it was very calm. So someone who's afraid of like big waves like me, I didn't get too scared. Oh, that's great. Do you think like your training as a dancer and the strength in your core helped you as a surfer? I would like to think so, but I wasn't really good. <laughs> I think I was too afraid of like falling under and being you know when the waves crash on you it's scary I think I was too afraid but I think (laughs) it did help with the balance a little bit Uh uh-huh I hope so anyways (laughs) (laughs) so going back to dance a little bit more what are some of your biggest accomplishments as a dancer Um, so far so far hopefully many more in high school actually my best friend at the time and I co-entered this film festival that was for dance, dance film. And we created like a four minute piece and it won. Which, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And it was really cool. And it was supposed to be a scholarship for CalArts, but I didn't end up going to CalArts. So I didn't get the scholarship, <laughs> but it was a really fun project. And I think I want to do more dance for film in the future. Uh Uh-huh. What was the criteria? Like, what were the guidelines that you guys were given? It was just the time max of five minutes. Okay. And so I had been working on this solo. It was, like, right before audition season for colleges. So I had already had this choreography. Choreography, sorry. And we saw the project, and we had been working on a different film project for one of our classes senior year. 
And I asked her, I was like, do you want to just do this? She said, yeah, why not? (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Yeah, it's called To Get to the Other Side. And I was thinking about why chickens cross the road. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the inspiration for your piece? Yeah, well, across the... The house across from mine has this big, weird chicken statue in the front. And I guess (laughs) I was staring at it too much. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Wow. How many people entered the contest, do you know? No, I don't. I only got to see, in the high school category, I only got to see three others. And they were both very good, too. Oh, wow. That's so fun. Yeah. And there, there was a middle schooler who entered it, except he couldn't qualify to win because he wasn't in high school. But it was so good that they showed it anyways. Oh, wow. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. In terms of, like, dance and stuff, do you, how do you, do you set goals for yourself as a dancer? And what kind of goals, what what do those consist of? That's a hard question just because I think this year, this sophomore year in college was very difficult. And it's mm-hmm. hot. Like, it just reminded me that everyone has a different process. And I think I was comparing myself a lot to other dancers, which is very difficult and a bad headspace to be in. Mm -hmm. And you just have to trust that your process is going to take you where you need to be, whether or not it aligns with someone else's. And so I think that this isn't a physical goal, but just to remember that and stop comparing. And I think this just goes for anything, gymnastics, Uh life, whatever. It's such a dangerous place to be in. And it's something that I think I'll probably struggle with forever, as a lot of people do, too. Mm -hmm. Um, But trusting that whatever I'm meant to do, it will happen, which is a very, it's almost a passive thought for me. And I think I'm a very active human. So Mm -hmm. it's very difficult. But that was something that this whole year definitely sparked for me. Gotcha. So I don't know. That's not a physical goal. You know, there's like, (laughs) you know, point your feet better, straighten your legs, you know, definitely physical release, relaxing my neck. But (laughs) I think that one's more important. (laughs) (laughs) Well, those are like corrections, right? Those are like improvements to your technique or the choreography or something like that, right? Yeah. And they're things that you have to think about forever. How often are you training? And like, what is a typical day like for you? And, and you know, when you're not in school, so during the summer break, are you still practicing? And what does that look like? Right. So at school, we have 8 a.m. ballet every day, <laughs> which is For hard. an hour? Hour and a half? Hour and a half, yeah. Uh-huh. And then right after, we have another hour and a half of modern class. Oh, wow. And then we have, depending on what semester you're in, you'll either have improvisation or you'll have a choreo class, sorry, choreography. Or yep. like this semester, I had kinesiology and I had a music class, actually. But while I'm at home, I, I don't, I try not to take it too easy, Um, (laughs) but it's much easier to, you know, after a long semester, it's nice for the break. So I typically wake up, um, around 6.30 and go to the gym right thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then I go to work (laughs) and then I'll try to take any open class. So like I take ballet three times a week with my teacher. My name is Wendy Lawson. If you ever need a new ballet teacher, she's amazing. <laughs> um, or I'll go to the edge for like a modern class or the sweat spot. I don't go to Millennium, but it's a great studio for anyone interested. 
<laughs> so yeah, I try to take like three or four classes a week at home over summer. But at college, uh-huh. I typically take three or four dance classes a day. Wow. Oh, that's a big difference. It is a big difference. It is a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, well, and you're also, you're double majoring, right? Yeah. So I'm a sociology major too. Okay. So when, is it hard to find the time for both sets of classes or both workloads or is the offering diverse enough that you're able to get everything in that you need? Well, sociology, the major at Rutgers is only 11 classes. So it's not too difficult. And I have to, I mean, the only difficult thing is scheduling because I have to schedule them around my dance classes because I am in the dance school and not the um, like school of arts and sciences. Gotcha. But I'm somehow managed to do it and I only have four classes left for the major. Wow. And two years left to do them. So I'm looking good. Oh, that's great. Hopefully I can graduate in four years. (laughs) (laughs) Do most people that study dance at Rutgers double major in something um, to offset the arts or or is everybody really just fully immersed in the arts program there? There are a few people who are other um, double majoring too, but Mm -hmm. some of them might do a minor. But not, Got it. not a lot of people double major. It's very hard to do with the dance department just because it is so credit and time intensive. Besides your classes, you'll have rehearsals for student pieces. You'll do outside projects you want to work on. So mm-hmm. if double majoring is something you want to do, then you have to know going into school that's what you want to do because otherwise you can't do it in four years. It's just pretty much impossible. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But wow. I think it's really important for me anyways, to have another major. I think if I just focus on dance at some point, I would go insane. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so it's good for me to distract my brain from that. And it's also something I'm really interested in. Uh-huh. Wow. So what are some of your goals after you graduate? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> or is that too far away to even like, No, I mean, I, have... I mean, have you thought about it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> For sociology, to do anything with it, I'll probably have to go to grad school. Uh-huh. Um, so that's kind of on my mind, but that's still a little bit away. Um, yep. I would like to dance with a company or freelance and do some projects if I can, if it works out for me, but I won't know <laughs> until later. Uh-huh. And then I'll want to do some nonprofit work, maybe some activism, maybe some like government outreach community work. Uh-huh. Like, through this internship, I think I've noticed that I really like talking to people and, like, (laughs) helping people find their perfect leotard. And I think with sociology, I just want to help people. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's – well, so – well, then I'm going to jump around because one of the questions I have for you is, you know, this is your second summer working with Rebecca's mom, leotards. What – have you what did you take away from your first year and what are you hoping to learn from us this summer (laughs) uh last summer was a little crazy there was definitely a learning curve to work with um you guys figuring Uh out what you liked what you didn't like how things were supposed to be done how they weren't supposed to be done i think time management because working with candy is and working with you and trying to accommodate what both of you want is pretty difficult. <laughs> um, there's not always enough time for everything. Right. So this summer, I'm hoping to do some more outside projects that you and I have talked about 
instead of just mm-hmm. doing like daily operations, which is necessary, but working on other more exciting projects. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I try to put everything out there and then just so you know what you know, in a perfect world, if we could get all this done, then you know, and if for knowing your own style and where your strengths are, you know, you might recognize something as being more low hanging fruit than I would even realize. And so by putting it all out there, um, I, which might be overwhelming, might not be the best way (laughs) to do it. (laughs) No, it's good. Um, it helps that's sort of my organized. thought process oh good good yeah. <laughs> well and we've loved having you I mean that's really good feedback for us but it's been great like you picked up everything really quickly and you've been a tremendous asset to our team so we love having you back this summer oh thanks <laughs> <laughs> um going back to the dance side of your life a little bit now what are what's the what's like your favorite part about dance and then what's the hardest thing about dance I think they're the same thing actually oh yeah (laughs) um I think this doesn't just related to dance also related to life there's like this thought that you'll never know everything about it and you'll never be perfect because Uh that's not a maintainable goal or reachable even and so it's frustrating to know that you complete one step of it and there's always a next one. You're never finished. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really frustrating for me to not to know that like I'm never going to know everything that I could possibly know about this. It's just not possible, <laughs> even though I want to. And so I'm learning more and learning more. And even though I'm learning so much, I it's frustrating to think and exciting to think that there's always going to be so much more. Uh-huh. And sometimes that, like, makes me want to not go to the studio. And other times that, like, makes me want to stay in the studio four extra hours. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. Wow. Any advice you have for younger dancers? Hmm. Always look forward. Never Mm -hmm. use the... The standards that are currently in place to judge yourself. Always think about what new standards are, what the new level is, what dance would be like in the next 10 years when you're going to be a professional. Because Mm -hmm. if you stick to what is happening now, you're not going to, it's not going to happen for you. You have to think about what you want the dance world to be like when you are a professional. Oh, that's interesting. It's always changing. And, you know, I think a big problem in the dance world is um, gender stereotypes and body issues, body mm. images. You know, there's a style that everyone has to be really, really skinny, very mm-hmm. thin, no body fat. Well, that's not realistic for everyone. And so mm-hmm. it's slowly changing. It is. And I'm happy that I am growing up while it's changing. But it's not changing enough. And I still think it needs to. So, uh-huh. and I'm not stick, I'm not a stick thin ballerina like a lot of people think the stereotype is. Mm-hmm. I have muscle and I'm proud of that. So I think <laughs> if, if I had kept thinking about that and letting it hold me back, I wouldn't be a dance major right now. Uh huh. So what do I want the dance world to look like? Well, I want it to be more inclusive in the future. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think uh, that's right on trend with sort of just on a global perspective too. I feel like yeah, you know, even in professional world, like I think there's a lot of people trying to push for more inclusivity and diversity. Um, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's all good. Um, I have two more questions. Or yeah, two more questions for you. Okay. What are some of your favorite things to do outside of dance? Ooh, well, I love to read. I'm a big reader. I reread The Phantom Tollbooth every summer. It's my favorite book ever. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love that. And the Harry Potter books, of course. Um, yeah. I also, I'm a vegan, so I love baking and cooking and finding new recipes to keep it interesting. Cool. And doing everything outside and oh just being outside (laughs) yeah I mean I'm living on the east coast all year where it's cold and snowy I'm always happy to be back in the sun like the lizard that I am meant to be (laughs) (laughs) oh and there's a butterfly that's perfect timing (laughs) you're painting such a perfect picture for the audience right now (laughs) it's there's not a cloud in the sky you guys Oh. And there are palm trees all around me. And a butterfly. <laughs> and a butterfly. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. And the last question. What does life in a Leo mean to you? Um, <laughs> wow. I think it just represents everything. You know, when you think of dance attire, you think of a Leo. And when you think of gymnastics attire, you think of a leotard. Mm-hmm. And that is like our lives. It's what we've been raised to do. It's what we're training for. And it's what we love. So what's life without it? (laughs) Amazing. Oh, Hannah, thank you so much. This was really fun. (laughs) Yeah, it was so fun. Cool. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I want to send a quick shout out to Hannah Clark at Azarian Gymnastics. She followed up with us last week after our request. Hannah, congrats on winning the Western Floor Champion. That is such an awesome accomplishment and we are so proud of you. Way to go. Hope you're having fun working on your new upgrades for next year. If you guys have any feedback for us or ideas for future episodes, please let us know. You can always reach me at Rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-C-A, at leotard.com. We hope to hear from you. Well, thanks for listening. Hope you have a great weekend and don't forget to point your toes.